Tales of mysterious creatures have permeated our consciousness since the first flicker of human-made fire, and the debate over their provenance has gone on just as long. Are they gods, spirits, or demons, or just myths made as cautionary tales? Or could some of them be zoological flesh and blood? History has taught us there's no clear answer. There have been a plethora of creatures once thought to be myth or fantasy, whose existence was at one point laughed at, who've since been found. Just a sampling. The Komodo Dragon, 1910. No one believed an animal could look like a duck-otter-beaver hybrid, but yet the platypus was identified in 1800. One of the scariest cryptids of all time. <laughs> the platypus? <laughs> yes. For sure. In 1901, the okapi was found, quote-unquote. It looks like a mix of a zebra and a donkey with a sprinkle of antelope and giraffe. Ah, the safari special. <laughs> the existence of the gorilla wasn't accepted by the Western world until 1847. Is that true? That yeah. feels very late for the gorilla. Yeah, yeah, the, the mountain gorilla was, yeah, it was like discovered by the Western world then. I still think it's, it's fake. <laughs> and then there's the most monstrous and fantastical of them all, the giant squid. cracking wallpaper of our reality, there exists another world that science has yet to explain. In here dwell monsters and madness, and potentially the answers to our most important questions. In this world, gravity intensifies, time slows down, and your heart rate quickens. I'm Jake Rokitansky. And I'm Brad Abrahams. And you're listening to The Spectral Voyager. A couple of years ago, during a trip back to Chicago to spend time with my parents, I stumbled across a second grade school notebook tucked away on my bedroom shelf. It was perfectly preserved, despite dating all the way back to 1990. That is like 33 years ago. <laughs> As I flipped through the yellowing pages of the notebook, many of the usual suspects appeared in the form of pretty decent drawings, Ghostbusters, me as a Ghostbuster, the Ninja Turtles, an unfortunately titled story about Count Dracula, and an inexplicable drawing simply titled Dead Bart Simpson. Okay, so this story is titled Cunt Dracula. Yes, I misspelled Count in the most unfortunate way. So, my boy. My can boy. you imagine? All the teachers out there, listen. Can you imagine if you open one of the, one of these precious little boys' jur journals and just saw the word cunt in like big letters like written at the top of the thing? Can you imagine? That must have been passed around the teacher's lounge. They were probably smoking then, too. And right next to the C, there's like a, a monster with his big like fangs open to, you know, eat yeah. the titular cunt Dracula. Julian, if you had to guess, what movie does that monster look like it's from? I it it has little horns coming it's out the clearly, side. It's clearly a terror dog from Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, One yeah, of the yeah. only of I had very few images floating around my brain. But then look at this. Look at this dead Bart Simpson. I mean, this is 
truly horrifying. Oh, God. He has no separation between T-shirt and head. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cursed. Why did it? And it's, there's nothing about it. There's no other context. It's just dead Bart S. Dead Bart S. You didn't want to write out The Simpson. Maybe I figured that was too difficult a spelling. This explains so, so much. You have to post these for the, the listeners. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Can you? Oh, I will. God. Maybe I'll include these in the show notes. Oh, you absolutely. I mean, people need to see Cunt Dracula and Dead Bart S. <laughs> you know, want to hear something else? There's uh, there's a story that I also wrote that I it's like talking about the future and I'm talking about my, you know, oh, my family and my wife and all this stuff. And the name that I wrote is like eerily similar to like my real life partner, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> a little bit of a little clairvoyance there. Maybe a different episode. Probably. Yeah. You predicted that Dracula was a huge cunt. <laughs> you were like, I don't believe this guy's just a nice guy who's inviting me into his castle. He's actually kind of an asshole. <laughs> you can't, you can't. And you also predicted that Bart's antics would eventually lead him to death, a, a, an early death, unfortunately. You can't just. Look at, mm. look at that poor mother. He died with his eyes and mouth wide open. <laughs> He died with his eyes looking in two different directions. <laughs> like he's highly regarded Bart Simpson. There was one other thing. Consistently, between the pages of my writing assignments, or even woven into the assignments themselves, was a different kind of creature. A creature that had never before been captured by modern video equipment. An animal so rare, it essentially had become a cryptid. The giant squid. I like this a lot because the giant squid has, has gotten its hands on a, a crab, perhaps Sebastian from The Little Mermaid, and that crab is screaming. And then there's just a guy there's a guy <laughs> just standing on the side with a backpack on. I think that's supposed to be me in an, at yeah. an aquarium. Okay. Oh, you're like disappointed. <laughs> oh, this is like a Calvin and Hobbes style thing where you see like an amazing kind of like, you know, monstrous battle and then you see what's actually happening and it's just like a boy looking disappointed at this tiny aquarium. I think I'm supposed to be happy. I think he's smiling, mm. but I also have drawn my hair. That's how I really, my hair kind of looks like this now. If this is you smiling, oh man. Now, I'm not sure which piece of media sparked this fascination. You know, it could have been watching 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea as a kid. It could also have been the large model of a giant squid hanging from the ceiling of the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. It could potentially have been during my first trip to Disneyland when I was six years old. The original Disneyland submarine ride featured a mechanical giant squid that waved at riders as they floated by. There are legends told by ancient mariners of ships being crushed into splinters by the powerful tentacles of giant squid. But of course, these stories have no basis in fact. They're merely tall tales that should be classed as fiction along with the myths of mermaids. Wow, Disney doing disinformation and trying to cover up the giant squids. <laughs> I can't believe they're such fucking bummers, man. What is this? Travis View runs Disneyland? What the fuck? But there's a right right before he goes into his speech, um, there's like a squid outside the porthole. And it oh. was pretty good. The, the, the like mechanics were pretty good on it. And I remember just being so, you know, floored as a kid. Oh, yeah. Did it squirt ink at passersby? No, it just sort of waved. It was just sort of there. Its arms moved. That is something that Cunt Dracula would think about, that all mm -hmm. squid are squirters. <laughs> Cut that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Actually, now leave it in because it's funny now. <laughs> you have been listening to a sample from the Spectral Voyager, a new miniseries from the folks at QAA where we explore true tales from the edge of reality. To listen to the full episode and gain access to our other miniseries such as Man Clan and Trickle Down, you can subscribe for just five bucks a month at patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous. Until next time, farewell from Beyond the Veil. Yesterday upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd go away.